Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on August 23rd, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here in The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Valestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? It's the weekend, Joe. It's the weekend. (laughs) Hello, and happy Friday, everybody. Happy Happy Friday, Friday. Kelly. That's my happy. My happy Friday. You know the rules. If I don't say happy Friday, then you know something's not going so good. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Even when it was torrential rains, I would say, happy Friday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, we're happy. It's good. Yeah, it's been busy. We're busy. We're still still recuperating from Bite at the Beach, and uh, we are in fifth gear planning for Best of Manhattan Awards. Boy, I mean, literally, you you blink your eyes, and you're on to the next thing in the chamber world. What mm. what it's how crazy. many Kelly, Kelly how many events does the the chamber host the big events what what have you got four or five each year uh the, like the kind of the marquee signature events yes like six yes and then six. we have you know uh, almost monthly lunch and learns there's a few months that you know we don't have a lunch and learn then we have a bunch of educational seminars uh, you mix in all of the ribbon cuttings um, and a few other little things here and there. And a little thing called the Friday Radio Show every Friday. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're busy. It's, you know, we have, we have, but I always say we have something for everybody, you know, big or small, right. all, all in between. We, we have programming of some sort, I, I really do believe, for all of our members. And if we don't, then I try to help them understand what we do, and I try to hear what, you know, what, what speaks to them. So, um we're a busy group over here, but I'm really excited about Best of Manhattan. I know I, I think I kind of mentioned it last week, but mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it because it has been, you know, it's, it's been um, gone for a couple years, and it is truly we're bringing it back bigger and better than ever, and there's going to be 15 award categories. 13 wow. Of the, thir- I know, the, the most ever. Um, the 13, 13 of the 15 will be open to public vote. Anybody can vote on these. And we are launching the announcement, the voting, the nomination process on a Monday morning. So if you follow the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, um, of course, on our social media, but our, mostly our newsletter, you are going to get an email early in the morning on Monday that is going to open up the nomination process. And uh, we have some of the um, 
the traditional categories um, that we've done for years and years and years, and then we've added in a few new categories because, as you know, uh, the business environment and um, things have changed, you know, over the years, and so we're trying to keep current and make sure there's an award category that can kind of fit, you know, anybody. And um, the only rules will be that um, for the 13 awards, the nomination, uh, whoever you nominate, and we want everybody to nominate people because we don't profess to know know all the best. There's plenty of people who we don't know, you know, or maybe they, they're a newcomer to town, whatever. Um, uh, the business or the person has to be in Manhattan Beach because it is the best in Manhattan. So um, when, we're, when that nomination form goes into your inbox in on Monday morning, just know that we want you to think hard about these people and these businesses and, and really consider the categories. And some of the categories can maybe overlap a little bit. So, you know, we're going to encourage people to read the category, think carefully, and really nominate um, who you think is best. Uh, the, nomination, the nomination period will go for two weeks, and it is kind of a write-in type of nomination it's all digital online but you know we're not suggesting uh nominations it is we want to hear from you who you think are the best in each one of the categories and then that will run for two weeks it will close down and then we'll take um, the finalists and relaunch that about four days later we're under a very kind of tight time frames here and uh, then the public again will be able to vote for the finalists and then the winner will not be announced until October 17th, which is awards night. Um, so uh, we will hold those like the Academy Awards, you know. Ernst mm-hmm. Young, who does that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ernst and Young. Big um, anyway, and so uh, we're, you know, we're, I'm really excited about it because it's back and it's fun and people are excited about it. And, um, it's you know, there's always someone who's nominated every year who maybe isn't the usual suspect, which is, I think, fantastic. It's like, and, and they're not underdogs. They're just maybe not, they don't have all that social media presence or publicity that other people do. So I love when people who maybe aren't on everybody's radar, you know, are nominated. And, and that's what it's all about. So anybody can vote. You don't have to be in Manhattan Beach to vote. Um, the voting and the nomination is open to everybody, but the nominees, the candidates have to be in Manhattan Beach, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah. And I'll go ahead. If you send me that, if you just shoot me an email with that information, I'll get that up in my blog Monday morning first thing. You got it. You, I All will right. do that, Jackie. Mm-hmm. For you, right. I will do it. Anywho, so um, we're excited about that. So what else is happening? Oh, hey, I went to the 10th anniversary of, believe it or not, 10-year anniversary, 10 Roof Bistro. In Manhattan Beach oh. last Friday night. Um, mm. I don't know if, if, if you've ever been to Tin Roof Bistro, but you probably have not. Oh, yeah. You definitely had their, had their food at events because they're obviously very involved in the community, owned by Mike Sims. And over there, kind of in the Manhattan Village Mall parking lot, they're actually not a part technically of Manhattan Village Mall, but Tin Roof Bistro, hard to believe. They just celebrated 10 years. And they had a wonderful gathering in that back patio, patio area in their wine room. And of course, a lot of wine was served, a delicious wine. And uh, beautiful food, some of the favorites, some of the some new things, and then they brought out this massive, like I can't even describe, you know, big, huge, like brick wall <laughs> cake um, that was just unbelievable, uh, made by their pastry chef who does a lot for the Arthur J and for fishing with dynamite and post, and had a big celebration. But it was really fun. They had a lot of their um, longtime customers. Um, you know, they're frequent customers that go, and then a lot of, you know, just community leaders and their friends and family. It was a wonderful celebration. Latchkey Kid played some music, and everybody was sipping wine and dancing, and uh, Mike Sims gave a wonderful speech and uh, recognized several of the employees that had been there since day one, which is kind of cool. I always love to hear those stories when you've got that, employees who have been there for yeah, the entire time. <clears throat> Ten years, that's so. a great milestone. That's a great milestone. Yeah. We all know how difficult the restaurant business is. So that's terrific. Well, that's Sims Group. They, um, you know, they have a lot of restaurants. I mean, people don't always realize, you know, the Sims Group, uh, Mike Sims, uh, Tim Bistro, the Arthur J, Simsies, Manhattan Beach Post, Fishing with Dynamite. Uh, his yeah. uncle owns the Kettle. 
his brother owns other things. I mean, they're they're a big restaurant family, and I actually met Mike's dad for the first time. He is in town a lot, but I've just never been able to meet him. And wonderful man, and he's really the man, you know, who along with his brother, who has guided this restaurant empire and, and taught his kids, you know, who are now adults, mm. how to do this. So really fun, really and, a great and the uh, heartfelt. The craft shack, the craft shack too, right? They have the I'm craft not shack. Sure uh, I'm not sure about that. The, the brother owned uh, Mimi's Cafe. All the you know, Mimi's Cafe is down kind of in Orange County and Long Beach and stuff. But um, I'm not sure about the craft shack. I'd mm. have to ask him. But I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Anyway, so a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I, we love celebrating and recognizing. You know, whether it's five years, ten years, fifty years, whatever it is, it's um, it's always a wonderful celebration. So that was that was fun. Fun, 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 and even we funner. Schools back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's posting on social media this week pictures of their kids with the signs: sixth grade, eleventh grade, second grade. Yeah, that's always a fun time of year, especially for the parents. Uh, yeah, you hear all the moms like a silent, a cheer. You know, as soon as they drop off the kids the first day, they're like, "Woo!" <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know my my son, who is a lifeguard, who I've talked about before the show, uh, got asked to uh, lifeguard at a private pool party at someone's house here in Manhattan Beach with their big pool uh, yesterday. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, basically, mom, it was a back to school party, you know, a bunch of, you know, first graders and then a bunch of moms just partying and celebrating that the kids are back in school. <laughs> it was so funny. But, uh, you know, yeah, they're back in school. And I just, you know, a quick reminder, I was thinking as I was driving in for everybody to slow down and drive carefully. Because there's, you know, three times the amount of cars on the road now because the school's back in. Right. Everybody's whipping around corners. You see kids on bikes, you know, and you see kids walking, and they're not always with their parent. And even if they are, they can ride off. And so I I was actually kind of shocked this morning with some uh, adults behaving badly. So just a reminder to everybody, just, you know, slow down. We're not in that big of a rush in life. So anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. There we go. All right. There we go. <laughs> well, I'm excited. So um, this is going to be a great show. Uh, are, 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 is that in the end of the announcement, Kelly? That is. I was just going to say I'm excited about our guests. I was just going to say that when you said it, Joe. So, um, yes. Yeah. You've heard enough from me. Are. Enough We've about me. Today. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, not only uh, do we hear a familiar voice, but this is something that, you know, is so uh, – key to the South Bay. I mean, we are talking about something that belongs to all of L.A., but uh, I like to think that uh, the L.A. Kings have a a very special uh, connection to the South Bay. Many of them live in the South Bay, which is amazing. And uh, Jackie, who are our guests today? Okay, we have a couple of returning guests this morning, L.A. Kings radio analyst Daryl Evans and Jennifer Pope from the King's Care Foundation. Now in his 20th season as the King's radio analyst, Daryl Evans is heard on all club radio broadcasts on flagship station Talk Radio 790 and the King's Radio Network. Daryl played for the L.A. Kings from 81 to 85 and for the past 12 seasons has spearheaded a charitable giving program in which he has donated $100 for every Kings power play goal scored in both the regular season and the playoffs. In addition to his role on the radio, Daryl is also an executive with the Toyota Sports Center in El Segundo, formerly serving as the facility's general manager, and he sits on the board for the Kings Alumni Association. He continues to serve as a power skating consultant for the Kings, having started those duties in 2007. He also works as a TV analyst for Kings Games on Fox Sports West, and he contributes to Kings Productions. In 2015, the Kings introduced a new hockey youth hockey service award, which is now given annually to an active Kings player named after Daryl. He has been nominated for the Best Radio Analyst Award by the Southern California Sports Broadcasting Group, and the local chapter of the American Heart Association honored him with their inaugural King of Hearts Award. A native of Toronto, Daryl resides in Redondo Beach. Now, Jennifer Pope is Vice President of Community Relations and Team Services for the L.A. Kings. Now in her 12th season with the Kings and AEG, Jennifer has been an innovator and driven leader in the area of community relations, philanthropic development, and fundraising on the Los Angeles sports team. 
fiscal responsibilities include execution of all fundraising events, programming, and partnerships in the local community and management of the L.A. Kings giving programs. She also oversees all player appearances and deliverables for all business departments, which includes securing players and alumni for all sponsor and team commitments, and was instrumental in developing a newly formed team services department aimed at providing Kings players and their families with first-class services and accommodations. In addition to the Kings Care Foundation Board, Jennifer sits on the Board of Hope Reigns Foundation and the Hydrocephalus Association. She sits on the Advisory Committee for the Discovery Cube Foundation as well. Most recently, Jennifer oversaw a $1 million commitment to the YMCA of Los Angeles to implement ball hockey in all 26 local YMCA locations. Jennifer graduated from the University of Delaware with a bachelor's degree in communications in 2002. A New York native, she and her family reside in Redondo Beach. So this morning, we're going to learn about the upcoming L.A. Kings Beach City's 5K-10K Run Walk, taking place Saturday, September 7th, which is benefiting the Hydrocephalus Association. The, uh, we're going to talk about the annual Taste of the South Bay on Sunday, September 8th, at Westriff Hotel from 4 to 8 p.m., and the second annual King, L.A. Kings Golf Tournament on Monday, September 30th, at the Palos Verdes Golf Club. Jennifer, Daryl, welcome back to the program. We are so glad you could join us this morning. Thanks, well, for, having thanks for having us on. Uh, but, uh, we're real excited. Uh, this is a great time of year for us. It kind of kicks off our season, and you know, with the uh, the events that we have going, it's a chance to uh, you know to bring our fans together. And I know everybody's excited and looking for a bounce back year from the Kings. Yes, yes. So it's so exciting to have you uh, with us. We are you know, in the middle of King's country. I mean, uh, there's so many uh, of the of the team and the coaching staff and so forth that live in the South Bay or around the South Bay. I, I don't know why that is, but it's true. Uh, why is that, Daryl? <laughs> well, I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, first of all, when the training facility was built in El Segundo, that it brought everybody down here. And I think once uh, a couple of the players through the experience that they had at the beach, uh, being players like Rob Blake, who's been down there for a number of years, once you get a little bit of a taste and, you know, a sampling of what's going on in the South Bay, the South Bay has so much to offer. And I think the community as a whole has done a great job at embracing uh, the players and their families, uh, welcoming them. And the players do a great job at getting out into the community, uh, you know, supporting all the events that are going on. You know, the kids are in the schools and things like that. And I think it's just a great relationship. And it just really feels like home to everybody, uh, you know, going both ways. So I think the players are as happy as can be. And I think the community yeah. uh, are very excited to have as many guys in the South Bay as they have. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Now we're going to talk about these events coming up, the the walk, the run, uh, of course, uh uh, the annual taste of the South Bay. But before we get to that, Jennifer, can you just give us an overview of of the LA Kings Foundation? What is Kings Care? Sure. Um well the Kings Care Foundation um you know is obviously the, the charitable giving arm of the LA Kings. Um and we're so fortunate that we have a dedicated fan base that continuously um supports us. And our mission. So, you know, we focus on a couple of different buckets. You know, we're actually in the in the midst of updating. Um, you know, what what we what we fund, um, but we've typically in the past have funded anything educational related, recreation related, as well as um, um, health related for children and families in Los Angeles. Um, you know, we're looking at expanding our mission to include, um, you know, some advocacy um, with some social issues such as, um, you know, homelessness. And then we're also looking to expand our mission to include sustainability. Obviously, that's important to all of us. Um, and a lot of the work that we do is specifically with water and ice. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that that, that, that message, message is heard and we can do everything we can to support it. So, um, you know, we have a ton of, um, I call them, quote, founding partners that we support, Children's Hospital being one of them, um, where we donate to their blood program. Um, we have a blood mobile that that travels Los Angeles, collecting blood for kids of kids in Los Angeles. Um, and since we started that program, the hospital has been almost self-sufficient in all of their blood needs, which is amazing. Um, we obviously support the YMCA, which you had just mentioned, implementing ball hockey in all 26 locations. 
you know, if the kids aren't playing hockey before they can skate, you know, they're not, a lot of them won't get on, get on those skates. So we want to teach them the fundamentals of the game before um, they get on the ice. Um, we support the Ronald McDonald House, um, where we help build their dining facility at their camp. And then um, we also help um, fund the, the building of their Loma Linda House. Um, and we also have the Discovery Cube, which you mentioned as well, um, in Silmar. We have a um, second floor exhibit called the Science of Hockey, um, and it's amazing. So if you have kids in the area, if you have friends that come visit, I highly recommend it. You can ride the Zamboni. You can be the goalie. You can be. Um, you can shoot on Jonathan Quick. Um, you can test the ice, you know, whether it's clean versus, you know, skated on. It's a, it's a ton of fun. Um, so those are some of our bigger yeah. partners that, you know, we use all these fundraisers to, to support. I love that. The science of hockey. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I, have a quick yeah. question. I, have a, I have a quick question, Jennifer. You mentioned the Bloodmobile. So yep. the Kings have sponsored a Bloodmobile. Is that ki- continuously? There's just a, a King's Bloodmobile just going from one mm-hmm. place to the next all year long at yeah. Fort, Fort Children's Hospital? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, we, we obviously support them in numerous ways. That blood is tra- that, that truck is traveling throughout L.A., um, and, and anyone can really, you know, schedule a blood drive, which is great. You know, businesses, schools, um, you know, different facilities. We actually have it outside of Staples Center um, for all of our January games, which is um, Blood Donor Awareness Month. So we do blood drives outside of Staples Center. Um, and the other great part of that is that we encourage fans um, to go into the hospital and donate. They obviously have a wonderful blood donor center in the hospital. Um, so we do incentives. We Daryl goes a lot, actually. Our players go. Our ice crew goes. So we encourage fans to go donate blood inside the hospital, you know, even if they can't get to a, a rotating blood drive. So, you know, this is one of my favorite partnerships because everyone wants to support what we're doing, but not everyone has, um, you know, extra funds to buy a, a signed jersey or a ticket to an event. But, you know, this is a way that people can give back and support, um, you know, the kids of L.A. without without money. And it's and it's wonderful. And, um, you know, our fans have really supported it and really gotten behind it. And um, it's a program that we're really proud of. It sounds incredibly convenient. You you mentioned that you have it in front of the stadium at every January game. That, that mm-hmm. what could be easier? I mean, the blood right. reveal. I mean, it's it's a lot easier than driving someplace, you know. And if you're given blood, you obviously want to have somebody drive you home. But that's that's yep. fantastic. I've never mm-hmm. I've never heard of that before. Is that is that yep. common? Uh, uh, having a dedicated blood mobile like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, most, it's, you know, the Red Cross has some buses, you know, other hospitals have some buses, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we thought was, you know, fun and needed blood in hockey. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's a little catchy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the, the slogan is help us score the gift of life. So, um, yeah, it's just, like I said, it's something that came about after, you know, a few months of brainstorming and, you know, what the hospital needed and what, what we wanted to accomplish as well. And um, like I said, they're they're pretty much self-sufficient in, in, in their blood needs. And prior to that, when they needed, you know, if they didn't have enough blood stored at the hospital, they would have to go purchase it. And it was $333 a pint. So you can imagine oh that that adds up for the hospital as well when they need what? blood. So, mm-hmm. Blood's expensive. So <laughs> go donate blood if you can. Oh wow. God. Mhm. So, so um, I, Daryl, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. I know you, you get asked this question like a thousand times a, a year, uh, but every every professional sports player has that moment uh, in their career that is one of their favorites, or uh, you know, one of the ones that really defines their career. Um, you know, I don't know if you – do you think of the what people refer to as the miracle on Manchester? Do you think of that as one of your finest moments, or was that just hockey? Uh, you know, I mean, it was definitely a great moment. You know, it sits in hockey history. Uh, I still think the greatest moment is stepping on the ice, uh, becoming a National Hockey League player for the first time for that first game. Uh, I think that's that's a memory that you never forget. 
Um, you know, the moment like the miracle on Manchester, like say, was very special. But I think if I reflect back on it, uh, you know, it's probably stepping on the ice as an NHL player for the very first time. And, you know, in really yeah. in reality, now that, you know, time has passed so much, I'm probably more proud of what I've accomplished post-career than I actually did on, on anything on the ice. And uh, it, it's mm-hmm. been a great journey uh, because because of the game of hockey. So, so another thing that I love, I mean, I'm, I'm a great baseball fan. I love football, basketball, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge basketball fan. But when it comes to hockey, one of the things that is so unique about the game of hockey, especially hockey in Canada, that some people don't know, is that, Daryl, I know you're a great hockey player, so I know you were born in January. Can you talk about why that's important? Right? Tell me about that. Well, I think, you know, just at the time of, you know, like, you know, and with regards to your, you know, your birth year makes you a little bit older within your, uh, you know, when you, within your class. Um, and it just seems like that has had a big, big push. Uh, you know, you go back and they've gone decades back into, you know, into the names of hockey. And there's been so many, you know, born in the early part of the year in January and, uh, it continues to remain, con- you know, consistent. Uh, you know, one of the greatest players ever to play the game, and being in Wayne Gretzky, he was born towards the end of January. So, imagine if he was born early January, how good he would have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, when it's when it's time for birthdays in a, in a like a hockey family or or you know in a team, <laughs> it's like January. It's so funny, but it has to do with the selection process whereby the it what is the cutoff is it like september at if you're born after september you have to wait till next year yeah you know it's it's almost you know yeah it's kind of like even like in a school year you know you look at the kids that are born like in the latter part of the year sometimes that you know they they get uh you know held back a little bit you know put put them more in with within their peers whereas the ones in the early part of the year are getting kind of propelled forward in everything they do, or the other ones are kind of getting uh, either slowed down or, you know, held back a little bit. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's a great story inside hockey. Um, and of course we have such a great team here. This is amazing. Uh, I don't want to get uh, too deep into hockey things, but it's kind of fun to talk about that when you got somebody from the LA Kings on the show. So there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, well, now tell us about uh, of these events that are coming up. They're very exciting. I mean, this this run walk. Uh, what will what will your role be, or what will the role of the the King's media organization be for each of these events, Daryl? Well, I think you know, taking it uh, you know to the to the walk run, which is the first event. This is something that's been going on. We actually started it uh, here in El Segundo uh, almost 20 years ago when the facility opened here. We went downtown for a while. Uh, we've now expanded things. We've uh, you know we've teamed up with the Hydrocephalus Association. We've added a 10k uh, portion of the run into it, and we continue to you know attract more and more people each and every year. And I think being now that it's down in the South Bay. Uh, you know, it's it's in our backyard, and I think this is where, again, you really look at the relationship between the fans and the Kings and the effect that both have on each other at the amount of people that show up. But uh, it's a great way to kick the season off. Uh, rookie camp gets going that weekend, so it's kind of the start of the hockey season, and uh, that's going to be a great event. There's great energy there, and, you know, I think what it does is it uh, it starts things off on a positive note. And, you know, again, not everybody's into, a you know, an exercise regimen type of thing, but I think this is just a little reminder that even just going out for a little bit of a walk and, you know, surrounding yourself in a, in, in a healthy environment – uh, you know, can, can lead to good things for you. So that's, I think that's the purpose of the walk, you know, uh, to bring awareness to hydrocephalus, raise some funds. And I think we've done some great things over the last few years with hydrocephalus and uh, helping them, uh, you know, find some answers and uh, hopefully bring an end to this soon. Right. Right. Oh, okay. So now Jennifer, one of the things, uh, you know, when, when you talk about any of these events, uh, this, annual taste of the south bay oh that's going to be fun uh at the west drift i mm-hmm. i don't know was it at the west drift last year no no we've tif- we've uh, done it in the past at a few different locations last year most recently being at shade redondo um which we love yes. um but yes. uh, you know i think we've uh you know 
thankfully outgrown the space a little bit. So, um, you know, we like trying new spaces as well. So um, we're moving it to the West Drift this year. We went for a walkthrough, and um, if you haven't been, I'm sure you guys have been. It is beautiful. Um, so we're very excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Jackie, I know we have some great restaurants. Get... Yeah. Did you did you want to go in a different direction, Jackie, or are you ready to talk well, about at, all the events at, in detail? Well, let's do the station break, and then let's get into each of the events in detail. Let's do the station break first. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we're so glad you are. If you're listening in podcast, then you're you're taking advantage of one of the things you can take advantage of with local hyper local media. You can carry us in your car. You can uh, you can do a run or a walk with us uh, at the gym. Uh, that's the the advantage of a podcast. So please do uh, tell your friends and your neighbors all about us on Thursdays at 8 a.m. We have the South Bay uh, Spotlight, and that's just you know all things uh, community, business, government in the South Bay in general. And then on Fridays, of course, it's Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. Uh, we cover uh, all of the uh, happenings in Manhattan Beach, certainly the business community, because we're sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber. Thank you, Kelly. And uh, we just uh, love uh, talking about all the good things going on in Manhattan Beach on Fridays at 8 a.m. So please join us every week, Thursdays and Fridays. All right. So um, we talked a little bit about the uh, L.A. Kings Beach City's uh, 5K, 10K run walk, but we didn't really uh, get into that. Uh, Jennifer, you want to you want to start off with the details on that? Sure. Um, so we are set for S- September 7th, Saturday morning, um, once again down yeah. in the Riviera Village of Redondo Beach. Um, and it's a great yeah. morning. Um, you, you know, Daryl is there um, welcoming everyone as he always does, as he serves as our official host. Um, And, yeah, we have a ton of vendors. Um, We have music. We have street hockey. We, of course, have our LA Kings players. Um, And it's just a really fun morning that kicks off with um, the 5K and the 10K run. Um, So fans are are timed. Um, Each registration this year includes a a ticket to a Kings game this season. Um, And you get a great T-shirt. Yeah, a great medal, and it's just it's just a really fun, family-friendly morning. So, um, you know, each year, like Daryl has mentioned, it's grown. Um, we have, you know, around 1,200 runners so far, um, and we know that number will continue to grow in the next couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, I don't think you could really beat the price. A King's ticket, a T-shirt, a medal, um, and like I said, a ton of fun vendors that, that are giving away some stuff, and uh, you get to mix and mingle with Daryl. So come on down, everyone. Mm. So, Jennifer, you know, a lot of these walks, there are a lot of walks runs in the South Bay. Mm-hmm. So if a family of five decides they're going to take part in this, they'll each get a ticket to the game. So it's like another event the whole family can go to, better yet, for free. Exactly. Exactly. Like I said, there's no better value out there. Um, so, yeah, your registration comes with all of that. And like I said, um, it also benefits the King's Care Foundation and the Hydrocephalus Association. So, you're helping out a lot of a lot of people as well with your registration. I, no, I just got to say that's a great deal because all sports tickets these days are expensive. You know, for a family mm-hmm. of five to go to a sporting event, you know, you, you have to put some money aside for that. So that that's fantastic. I didn't know about that. I got to highlight that. That's that's, yeah. that's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, right now for fifty dollars, for example, for an adult, you get all all of that. So it's not it's you're not even paying for the ticket really. So. Um, mm-hmm. It's a no-brainer. And where where does it mm-hmm. go? It starts in Riviera Village, and 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 what does it go to the pier and back? Or no, it 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 runs up. Um, I mean, the Esplanade, and then back along the beach. Um, so it's a beautiful walk run. Um, you know, Daryl leads it. Daryl, how many times do you usually do do the lap? <laughs> Uh, I, 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 put, I put my I put my miles in, let's say, but it runs all the way along the top of the water. There, it's it's a great view. 
uh, and we go all the way down to Veterans Park there down to Torrance Boulevard and we swing back uh, and, we, and we come back along the water. So, you know, I find when I get to the finish line for the first time, then I usually go back, uh, you know, probably, you know, three, four hundred yards or so and just continually circle back, bringing people in and, you know, just getting them excited to get to that finish line. And because the numbers are growing, uh, you know, it, it's exciting, um, you know, having taken part in, you know, a full marathon, just, you know, just that energy and, uh, you know, the adrenaline that gets that the gates going, it's great to see. And, you know, for the first timers out there, it's, it's just great to see the smiles on their face. So I, I look forward to this every year. But you can walk it, right? It's not only a run, you can walk it as well. Yeah, we've got walkers, we've got, you know, women, men, you know, pushing strollers, we've got pets in strollers, we've got doggies walking, you, you name it, we've got it. It's it's just a way of bringing everybody together. Again, where you know some people are competing for you know for for uh, you know for time, uh, looking to try to get as fast as they can, and others are just you know being there, you know just coming out and supporting a, a great event in the community. And it's because of events like this. This is where people learn about other things that are going on within the within the South Bay. You know whether it's you know race related or or some type of other event. I think it just gives people a chance to kind of interact with each other and you know kind of share what's going on with within their own little worlds. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. So now um, that's for September 7th, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, Saturday, September 7th. Great. And just and then, can I just add in, obviously, if you, if, yeah. if you want to yeah. sign up, just go to lakings.com slash 5K. Okay. Okay. LAKings.com LAKings.com Okay. Yeah. We're both making notes. <laughs> <laughs> so next, the annual Taste of the South Bay. Tell us about that, Jennifer. Yeah, well, um, we figured we'd have a fun kickoff full weekend. So um, we have added that to the calendar for Sunday, um, September 8th. And um, like we mentioned, it'll be at the West Trips in Manhattan Beach overlooking the golf course. So it's a beautiful, beautiful setting. Um, and for the first time, we've we've moved it to a family fun um, friendly event, um, having more of a Sunday fun day feel. So it'll be from four to eight. Um, so an early dinner. Um, there'll be games. There'll be music. Um, there'll be players serving drinks and food. Um, so we're really making it um, enjoyable for the whole family. Um, so we have a ton of great restaurants confirmed um, so far. Um, we have Betalino Kitchen, we have Dita Campo, El Barrio, Fish Bar, um, our favorite pizza, Fresh Brothers, um, Hey 19 Public House, Jew, Nothing Bunt Cakes, Our 10 Social House, Rockefeller, Rockin' Fish, Tin Roof, Umi, Whale and Ale, um, Baked Goods Unlimited, um, the restaurants from Terranea will be there as well as one of my new favorite restaurants, and I hope I don't mess up the, the name of it or the, the pronunciation, but the, you guys might, might know, the James, James Enoteca in El Segundo. Oh, I love that place. James, yes, yes, right? yes. So we're super excited about that one as well. So, um, And we still have a few more restaurants confirming. So, I mean, with that lineup, um, you know, we, it's, it's bound to be a great event. I, I went. I was there for the first time, Jennifer, uh, last week. I went to the uh, El Segundo Art Walk last Thursday, and you know, I, my husband and I have tried to get in there several times, and the place is always packed because it's a tiny space. Right. And I was with a, I was with a girlfriend, and I was telling her about. It. She goes, "Well, let's go there." I said, "Oh, we'll never get in." And as we were walking up to it, there was a huge crowd in front. And I said, oh, gosh, that's a waiting line. That's, we're never going to get in. But we walked up anyway, and it turns out one of the art exhibits was right in front of the restaurant. And that's what all oh. the people were there for. And we actually slid in and got the last table for two. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was fantastic. <laughs> and, and, yes, there is some uh, confusion as to how it's pronounced. From what I understand, <laughs> it's, it's – it's the names of the owners. Uh, I can't remember if his name is John or James, or but it's oh. J-N-M-E. I think her name is Melissa or Melinda. But I, I was pronouncing it Jaime, Jamie, <laughs> Dame. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I, so, so nobody really quite knows how to pronounce it yet, but uh, the food is fantastic. The food is fantastic. Right. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, you have a personal connection with the Hydrocephalus Association. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so my seven, wow, now seven-year-old Charlie, um, he, he was diagnosed with hydrocephalus at six months. Um, and um, for everyone that doesn't know what that is, it's, it's commonly known as water on the brain. So, um, you know, we all um, produce cerebral spinal fluid that drains every day in our body. But um, for people with hydrocephalus, it doesn't drain, um, which causes, you know, you know, your head to grow or unfortunately, you know, pressure on your brain, which has to be treated. So um, he has a device in his head called a shunt. Um, the problem is, is it's a fix for now, but the shunt is the, one of the highest failing medical devices out there. So, you know, we've been lucky. He's had three brain surgeries, um, but we know numerous children that have had over a hundred surgeries. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, it's a pretty common condition. One in every 500 kids is born with it. You can develop um, you can develop it at any age. I actually just got an email yesterday from somebody um, that their 79-year-old brother was diagnosed with it. So, um, you know, we're working to, to raise funds because the research, is, it's there. It, it just needs more funding. And, you know, what a, what a $10, what a $100 donation can do for this condition is, is amazing because these young innovators, these young researchers are taking a $50,000 grant that, that the Hydrocephalus Association gives them and turning it to a million-dollar grant from uh, the Department of Defense or the NIH. So um, we're really making great strides in, in, in everything that they're doing, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So um, obviously I'm passionate about it and so lucky and so fortunate to have everyone here at the Kings behind, behind that work and um, behind Charlie. So very thankful. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a delicious event. Um, Do you Mm -hmm. guys, uh, at the Taste of the South Bay, do you, uh, because we all know that the South Bay is beer fanatics. We, at last count, we had 26 craft breweries just in the South Bay. Um, Do you you guys bring in some of the local craft brewers, or uh, we have a couple of wineries and stuff like that? Well, so with your ticket um, for the adults, it includes, um, you know, a, a beer or wine on us. Um, but we are very thankful for our sponsors at Anheuser-Busch um, and all of mm. their <laughs> brands. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, so we have all of their um, all of their brands on, you know, on display and available, as well as um, Pernod Ricard, which is one of our other wonderful brands that has a ton of different wines. So, um, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> lots of options, but. There you go. Um, Yep, we stick with those those brands. Oh, hey, all right. Hey, all right. Jen, uh, Jen, can you talk a little bit about what will make Taste of South Bay different from, you know, other events? We, um, Gosh, we've been talking you know, over the last couple of months how, how many, you know, Taste of uh, food events there are, festivals, yeah. you know, in Manhattan Beach, in the South Bay, in Los Angeles. In, in Los, I mean, they're everywhere all the time. And yep. um, I also want people to to know, I, I love the fact that you're making this very fam- family friendly this year, and that it will be mm-hmm. outside of the West Strip too. So if somebody's a little nervous about their kid running around inside a hotel. It's not inside. It's going to be outside, right? So can you give us a little yes. bit more about what to expect on you know on 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 this game day and what makes it different? Yeah, well, I think we have you know something that that no one else has, and that's our players and that's our alumni. So. Um, you know, this is a very casual, fun event where our players are, are mingling with the fans, um, as are our alumni. You know, Daryl, Daryl's out there, Jim Fox is out there, Luke's out there, we have Rob Blake out there usually. Um, you know, and they're out there mingling with the with, with our with our fans just as anybody else. This year we're we're gonna involve our players a little bit more, um, where they're gonna be helping serve the drinks, get involved with the restaurants and help serve the food. So um, you really don't get that one-on-one interaction with our players and alumni at any of our other events like this one. So in such a casual setting. Um, and the other thing to add on this event is, I'm not sure if everyone has knows, but um, we have purchased trauma kits for all South Bay schools with this event. Um, we did the whole Redondo Beach School District two years ago. Last year, we funded the Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach School District, and this year the event will fund El Segundo School District. And what that means is that every classroom in every, in each of these school districts has a trauma kit where, God forbid, anything were to happen. Um, the, the police departments have worked with the superintendents, have worked with the teachers to train everyone in the school on how these trauma kits work. So um, we want to make sure our kids 
in this area and everywhere in Los Angeles are safe. So, um, you know, we're not we're not keeping the money from this event. Um, we're, we're putting it right back in the in the South Bay community and making, you know, every effort we can to make the kids safer. Kelly, Kelly, you're going, yeah. you're going to be served food and beverages by King. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're saying that. I was like, what? Uh, I can be served by King. Uh, uh, Jeff, you know me too well. Could you, could you feel like my, you know, the perks, you know, in my face going, what? Uh, Jennifer, we can talk about this. I want to know who's serving what and where they're going to be. I guess I just have to traverse. I might be drinking way too much beer because, um, yes, if I could be served by, you know, a handsome um, gentleman. That's a gentleman. <laughs> well, absolutely. But, uh, but it's all for a good cause, Jackie. Goodness gracious. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the cause. Oh, of course. Of course. No, it's all it's for yeah, somebody has to do it. It's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it. I, do they need help? I, I'm happy to help. I, you know, I, I'll be an ice runner. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm good. Ice. <laughs> Ke- Kelly can oh be a barback. Kelly can give a service. I like that. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. So. We've covered um, the uh, L.A. Kings Beach Cities 5K, 10K Run Walk on Saturday. I love that you're doing this over the course of a weekend. You have the Run Walk on Saturday, and then you're doing the Taste of the South Bay on Sunday. And for information on all of this, go to lakings.com forward slash 5K. You can register for the Run Walk there. You can buy your tickets uh, for for the Taste of the South Bay there. And um, you have another event coming up. Uh, the L.A. Kings Golf Tournament, the second annual golf tournament, on Monday, September 30th, at the yeah. Palos Verdes Golf Club. So you want to you want to tell us about yeah. that as well, please? Yeah, it's actually the 20th annual golf tournament. Oh, 20th. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, we've been doing it a That's long time, even before I was here. So. Um, yeah, but this is the first year that we're, we're moving it down to Palos Verdes. Um, typically, we've done it at the Pacific Palms um, Resort, which has been wonderful. Um, but we wanted to change it up a little bit this year and bring it to lovely Palos Verdes Golf Club. So, yes, it's Monday, September 30th. We have foursomes available um, where you and, and um, two other friends are playing golf with an L.A. King or an alumni oh, for, the enti- oh. yep, for the entire day. Um, and we even have single spots available for purchase as well. So if you wanted to come out um, and join a couple other other men and women golfing with a with a king or an alumni, um, you know we have those those options as well. So it's it's a great day. There's a wonderful breakfast. Um, we have a prize on every single hole, um, so you get a ton of great goodies throughout the day. And then it ends with a fun cocktail reception. So we don't do a formal sit down dinner. We know everyone's tired wants to get home after a long day on the golf course, but we have great food, great drinks, um, and some great prizes to give out at the end of the day. So, um, you know, Daryl can speak speak on it as a player. I don't play golf, but um, I know everyone usually really enjoys it. I have one yeah, question. Can can I be a beer cart driver, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't play golf either, Ooh. but I drive that cart really well, yeah. and I can Crack a beer open really I got, well. I got news for you. I don't play golf either, but I'm about to take it up. Well, you know what? <laughs> in an event like this where it's a scramble, you don't have to be a good golfer because I'm as bad as you get. And You're going to get lucky. You're going to hit one good one in a day, whether it's a putt coming out of the sand. You're bound to have one good shot, so you're going to be part of a good team. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. well, but Daryl, Daryl, listen. The, the Okay, hockey players, all right, what do they do for a living? Right, they use they use the stick to 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 hit a puck. It's the same. It's the same sport, right? They must be good at it, right? <laughs> well, you know it's what? The for same what, for what <laughs> yeah, there there are a lot of things that are you know that are remain common and consistent in both sports, but uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the hand eye coordination. I think it's you know utilizing you know a lot of the similar muscles, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, hockey players that are really great golfers and. Uh, what I'm not one of those guys, but I'm amazed at some of the guys, the touch that they have around, around the putting green, you know, the soft hands and things like that. I know there's guys out there that can hit it, you know, a ton, they hit it, you know, forever. 
Uh, I don't think that surprises anybody, but I think probably the touch around, you know, coming out of the sand and, you know, as you approach the, you know, the greens and how, how precise their shots are, but it's a fun game. It's a great way for, you know, spend some time talking to the players. I know the players themselves, they like it. I built some great relationship over the years, uh, you know, and meeting people at, at different uh, golf events. And, uh, you know, because it's such a, a low key casual type of thing. I think, you know, everybody just goes out there and just has a good time. Uh, you know, whether you're enjoying a cocktail, you're, you know, you're having lunch there at the reception before or after the golf tournament, it's, it's just a fun day away from the office and kind of, you know, you're not thinking about anything, uh, your normal day-to-day routine and you're just going out and having a good time. Yeah, it's, it's seriously, the more I think about it, sure. The hole for hockey is a little bit bigger, but it's the same sport. It's the same sport. <laughs> It's a, warmer, about it, right? it's a little warmer. It's a little warmer. It's a little a little warmer and not as much gear. You don't have to wear as much gear. Well, I think I think golf came from ice fishing with the holes in the in the lake. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they have to stand still too. I mean, think of I mean, do any of them like run around and go crazy and just whack the ball? I mean, they ha- you know, hockey, you know, the movement in hockey, the movement in golf is is different though, Jackie. I mean, they have to be patient and methodical. They have to stand still and hit that ball versus mm. skating and elbowing and whack. You know, so uh, it, yeah, I think it'd be uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It's good cross training. training. It's good. It's good cross training. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like pouring beer and driving the beer cart is good at cross training too. I'm ready. I got my arms going. I'm ready. Okay, that's an important part of the game. Keep the players hydrated. <laughs> exactly. So how? Uh, oh my God. So, do you still have uh, spots open, uh, Jennifer, for the golf tournament? And people can uh, register for that as well at lakings.com/golf. Yes, we have a few foursomes left, um, but they're selling. They're actually selling really fast. So. Um, you know, if anyone is interested, please reach out and uh, we'll get you set up. I like it. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Yeah. This is all going on. In the, this is all going oh. on in the South Bay. Yeah, we we don't care about other stuff not going on in the South Bay. We're we're very <laughs> we're we're very provincial here. You know, Jackie. One thing to add. Um, you know, our training camp opens um, September twelfth and thirteenth, um, and we're actually opening. You know, we're going to have a lot of fun activities um, on. Saturday, September 14th here at Toyota Sports Center um, for fans and, and families. So um, it's just an open house. So if anyone wants to come out, um, we're going to have lots of interactive, lots of fun stuff going on. And obviously the players will be on the ice. So um, Saturday, September 14th um, will be a fun day here at, at the uh, Toyota Sports Center. Toyota Sports oh, okay. Performance oh, okay. Center. Oh, all right. So, Good to know. Uh, I'll get that up on my calendar. Yeah, mm. preseason starts like just the next week after that, right? Just uh, the seventeenth or nineteenth. Seventeenth is the first preseason game. Uh, yep, that's the first preseason game on the seventeenth. The split squad game against Arizona. Uh, the week prior yeah. to the the camp that uh, Jen just mentioned is rookie camp. The rookies actually take to the camp the week before, so they'll be getting together on September fifth and sixth. Uh, they'll play in a rookie tournament down in uh, in Anaheim on uh, start beginning on September the seventh. So we're just we're we're two weeks away from from kind of kicking off the season. It's approaching quick, but right. as Jen mentioned, a great time to you know come down to the Toyota you know sports center there and take a look uh, watch the young kids uh, the new kids that we've just drafted this past year and you know see the veterans getting themselves tuned in because seven september 17th creeps up real quick daryl um i was I just want to ask a quick question um what's the average age of a, a new a new rookie uh, uh, somebody you just signed well, the the young players now, we draft them. Uh, we had one player that we actually drafted as a 17-year-old, and he turned 18 at our uh, at our development camp right after the draft, the week after there. Um, so you've got some players that are 18, 19 years of age. Uh, the NHL, as all sports right now, continue to keep getting younger and younger. I think because of uh, what these kids are exposed to at a young age, they're developing at a younger age. Their skill set is, is incredible. And uh, it, it's it's a youthful sport, as are the other ones right now. So I think the overall age right now uh, is coming down. I know that's one of the things that Kings are really looking to drive in the next few years is to become a younger team. Uh, the core of our team that's 
that has been around for our both our Stanley Cup championships in 212 and 214, you know, they're starting to, uh, you know, get get a little bit older. So we need to uh, fill the shelves with some younger players and help support and uh, bring those young guys and, and the older experienced players together. But uh, the games, games are getting younger because of, uh, you know, the athleticism and how good these kids are at a young age. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, and that's across the board on every sport. Uh, you know, if you, I remember my niece a couple of years ago when she was going to start a, a high school, she said she might go out for the softball team. And I, and I just said, honestly, I said, have you, did you play, you know, softball in, in, in an element? And she said, no. And I said, well, just know that you have a hard row ahead of you because these kids have been playing since they were six years old, you know? Yep. So, so you're right mm-hmm. that the programs just start so young. Um, and they get so much exper- expertise so early. But um, anyway, with hockey season coming up, uh, and, you know, the South Bay is, is L.A. King Central, uh, one of the things I love is all the banners that come out all over the South Bay. Uh, once hockey season begins, uh, Kelly, you know I, know, I know downtown Manhattan Beach is covered with the, with the King's banners. And, oh, yeah. And then as they get into the postseason, there are even more banners. Uh, so uh, we're looking forward to this uh, again this year. This is going to be exciting. The businesses love to get behind their kings, and they love to hang those banners. It's so funny. Jen knows this. But, you know, I mean, epic, you know, when we had the Stanley Cup and we, uh, you know, helped celebrate all of that. But I have never had more people respond to my email. This is when I was running downtown. Then when I said, I have king's banners in my office, ready, set, go. I'll be here for two hours. Everybody magically read that email and showed up in my office to pick up their banners. And what I think I had an initial supply. Like 50, we ended up going through like 150 over time. But um, gosh, there is, it's not just Manhattan Beach, it is the entire South Bay, as Jackie said. You know, people um, love this team because the players and you guys and the foundation and everybody with the Kings organization, not just the players, but all of you, you guys support us. You guys are always your fixtures in the community. You're, you know, you're supporting the local businesses. And, and if there's a great, um, symbiotic relationship between the two so it's a lot of fun to support and um, and have them supporting us too yeah and and as i I said last year i I don't know of any other team across across the country that has a relationship with 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 an such a small area as as the south bay it's 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 like a it's like our own team we should change the name to the south bay kings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well it's a testament to all of you guys to daryl to jen you guys all the coaches over the years and everybody and a lot of them do live here and a lot of them they have kids that go to schools here you know but um they're fully integrated into the community which um is just perfect that's what we strive for all right we want another parade we want another parade this yeah. season <laughs> <laughs> yes, that yes, was yes. epic times. Oh my gosh! I look at those pictures and all I the uh, behind-the-scenes planning that went on for that. Jen. Oh my gosh! Remember that? I mean, I know. I just that—that that was truly. I think that was my second year on the job in downtown, and I remember that phone call that night. I was still in my office at like seven fifteen, and was like, uh, "Kelly, it was during the playoffs. You know, can we hang a banner on the pier?" And I'm like, I remember it vividly, and I'm like, mm, that's not going to fly. The city's never going to allow that. But let's go for something bigger. Do you remember that conversation, Jen? Yep. And <laughs> that's when we ended up co- covering the top of the roundhouse with those banners. Right. They had just done the, the Dunkin' Donut hockey puck thing. And I'm like, well, let's think a little bigger because you can't hang from the pier because people can grab it, whatever. But we can certainly, you know, top the pier. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and that was just the tip of the iceberg, literally. And then it just blossomed from there. That was so much fun. This was absolutely one of my, you know, top three highlights in my career in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. That was a, that was a ton fun. of fun. Ton of fun. All right, Joe, our hour is about yep. to be up. So uh, take it us has. home. It has. I, I have one important question for Jennifer. Jennifer, you know, it's wonderful for the fans to support the Kings Foundation as they can with the 50-50 raffle at every home game. What's the mm-hmm. largest uh, 50-50 raffle that a, that a fan has won at a home game? Do you, do you have a um, stat like that? Yeah, it's it was just over thirty thirty two thousand, I believe, was the number. Um, oh my! What? 
Yeah, and we hope those numbers grow. You know, you know, fifty-fifty in Canada is you, you know, I've seen someone. How much, Daryl? Like a couple hundred thousand, right? Yeah, Vancouver. Uh, they had one in Vancouver, million dollars. Yeah. Wow! Wow! wow. Every wow. home game, ladies and gentlemen. Every home game. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Evans, thank you for your career. Thank you for what you continue to do. Um, thank you. No, thank you guys for all you do. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the South Asia has been incredible. It's been an incredible relationship and our players and our, you know, everybody in our office and our staff, uh, you know, we're, we're proud to be part of it and anything we can do to help promote anything in the South Bay, you can count on the Kings. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Jennifer Pope, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Appreciate all your help. We love the Kings Foundation and uh, Kings Care, Kings Care, and uh, Jackie and Kelly. Thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure, Joe. <clears throat> thank you, Joe and Jackie, and thank you uh, to the Kings for being members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. We appreciate the partnership very much. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye, bye.